This episode is sponsored by Porkbun.com. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar that's different from the other ones like GoDaddy or Namecheap. They've got low prices on hundreds of different domain extensions. They've got everything from .com domains to really cool ones like .pro, .dev, .xyz. Every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies too, like SSL certificate, who is privacy, DNS, URL forwarding, and hosting trials. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All these incredible features and tools are backed by incredible support, 365 days a year, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. Look, you can get a dollar off your next domain name from Porkbun and see why they're the best domain name register around by using our code. Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocketchipfm24. That's porkbun, P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot com forward slash rocketchipfm24. You'll save a dollar on your next domain. As artificial intelligence continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation that we can't ignore, AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. With over 750 specialized hackers in their community, HackerOne isn't just theorizing, they're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large organization, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com slash AI safety security. Again, HackerOne.com slash AI safety security. This episode is supported by Trustonomy, an original podcast from OneTrust. Every good relationship you have, personal or business, it involves trust. But we all know that trust doesn't just happen, right? We've all lost trust in a friend or a brand or a product. Trustonomy is a new podcast that looks at true stories from the past to understand how trust works and what makes it stronger and how to rebuild it when it's broken. Now, you know, I'm a sucker for a good podcast that weaves historical stories and relates it to what's happening today. So I thoroughly enjoyed this Trustonomy episode and recommend that you check that out as well. Search for Trustonomy in your podcast player. We'll also include a link in the show notes. Many thanks to the OneTrust team for their support. Welcome to the Rocket Ship Podcast. I'm Michael Saka. I'm Joelle Steiniger. And I'm Matt Goldman. And we're having 20-minute talks with entrepreneurs teaching you how to launch your product into revenue. Check out our book at howtobuildarocketship.com to reserve your launch discount and to download a free chapter. Today we talked with Robert Williams, founder of Let'sWorkshop.com, a product that brings together the best leads for freelancers, agencies, and consultants, and puts them in your inbox every day. Robert focused on value first and built a product that solved a huge pain point for his customers, a pain that he was facing himself. You'll learn about the program that he went through, 30 by 500 by Amy Hoy and Alex Hillman, and a bit about what they call Sales Safari, a way to dig into the pains that people are facing and to examine them in the wild. Hey guys, I wanted to take a minute to thank Codeship for sponsoring the show. 
CodeShip makes continuous deployment simple and easy, and we've actually been happy customers of theirs for a very long time. You should go to CodeShip.io slash Rocketship to check out videos and tutorials all about how you can start using CodeShip to deploy your product in a better way. We'd also like to thank Envision app. Envision is by far the best prototyping and collaboration tool on the market. I can personally say I can't imagine delivering another design comp without it. It made collaborating with our entire team incredibly easy, and the annotation tool alone saved us hours of back and forth. Go to envisionapp.com forward slash rocketship and sign up to get their starter plan free for 90 days. This comes complete with unlimited screens and unlimited collaborators. Trust me, this is an essential tool for teams of all sizes. Welcome to the Rocketship Podcast. We're here with Robert Williams, the founder of Workshop. Well, Robert, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So give us the quick overview of Workshop. Yeah, so Workshop is basically a newsletter and, and community for freelancers and consultancies. Um, and basically what I do is I send out a list of, of freelancer consulting leads um, to them every day. And so instead of them having to go to all these different job boards every day, they receive a, a, a letter from me in their inbox listing all the different links to just the freelance postings. So if there's a, if there's a posting on, let's say, Craigslist that is for a not a, not a freelancer, it's for a full-time employee, they wouldn't get that. They would just get the freelance stuff or project-based stuff. So does everybody get the same list of leads? Yeah, they do. There's, I break it into like different categories. So like some people get, uh, they all get the same general list of leads, but you can get specific and say, I only want the Ruby stuff and then you'll only get the Ruby stuff. But yeah, everybody gets the same list of leads. It's, it's about, it comes out to like 10 or 12 different leads every day. And so it's, it's definitely enough to go around. I think that's like, 2000 or something leads a year. So it ends up being pretty good. Do you worry that your customer base, if you grow it too large, will start to cannibalize itself? Um, yeah, I mean, I think each person's going to get, get out of it, what they put into it. Um, there's definitely that thought. And so I'm, I'm also, I don't just collect leads from, from online. I also, get um, exclusive leads coming in straight through workshop. And so my hope is that if I ever grow to like a point where it's so big or if it's even possible to grow that big, then I'll also be making up with it with the increase in exclusive, exclusive leads that are coming in just through us that are much higher quality and much uh, easier for people to, to be able to, to, to get because yeah. there's less people seeing them. Yeah, and you can always segment out the the list, you know, part of the list gets these 10, part of the list gets these other 10. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. So how have, how have you been doing so far? Well, it's, it's really blown me away so far. Um, it's grown pretty quickly and really steadily. And so I'm, I've just been kind of surprised. I thought it might be like a part-time thing while I'm freelancing, but so far it's been like a, it's, I haven't really needed to do any freelancing. Um, and so it's been great. That's awesome. And it's, it's for designers, developers, and agencies too? Yeah. So how do you find the customers spreading across that? 
How do I find the people who sign up for a workshop? Yeah. Do you find that you're getting more agencies or are they looking for, for bigger deals that wouldn't be posted on a lot of the job boards? Um, actually, it's the opposite. I'm, Interesting. Uh, I definitely started tar- targeting freelancers, like in all my landing page and, and homepage and everything. And I did get a lot of freelancers at first, but um, as it's grown, I, I think consultancies and agencies are they see the value in it a little bit more. They might have like somebody dedicated to just emailing these leads. And so they're able to like email a bunch more people and, and kind of get their foot in the door with a lot more people so that in turn, they're able to kind of land more projects from it. Um, and, and so, and so I've kind of seen that that's more my ideal customer because they, they, you know, don't really care about the $64 a month so much. It's more about, you know, is this, is this going to get me more clients? And if so, then it's a no brainer. So, um, that's, I've kind of changed, I've tweaked it a little bit to, to kind of focus more on, on those types of, uh, clients for me. And has the pricing, I mean, that's higher than the freelancer price. Has the freelancer price been consistent since you launched? Um, it was consistent. I've actually, um, removed the freelancer plan and now I'm, I'm just doing the, the $64 a month payment plan, um, as the only price point, like for the monthly billing setup. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, and that, that way, like it's less overhead and time for me for having to segment these, these three different leads types or, you know, for every different type of freelancer. Um, and it's also better because they're getting more leads and, uh, they're, they they just have kind of a, a wider net being cast. So how does this work on your end? Are you, are you spending your whole day just, uh, clawing through different job boards, going through this terrible process that nobody else wants to go through? Are you paying somebody else to do it? Or do you have some kind of automation in place? Um, so I have, I have help now. Um, before I, my first probably five or six months, I was doing it all by hand and just, just clawing through it. Um, but yeah, I have help now and there's definitely like some stuff that I I've automated and kind of systematized to where, um, I've made it a lot easier on myself. So for example, I have a, uh, instead of going to each one of these job boards individually, I have like a feed reader set up with all the different feeds already put in. And so mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's kind of like a daily process. Now I've actually, as one of like the, the biggest, uh, um, reasons to sign up for my, for my, um, newsletter, I'm, I'm offering like the, the, the feed reader XML file that has all these different feeds, um, for free. So like if you sign up for my l- newsletter, you get, you, you get a download of this, of this file that you can put into your feed reader and you have like, I think it's, it must be close to like a hundred different job boards and, 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 uh, they're all already pre preloaded for you. And so it's, it's like, you can, you can do it yourself pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So something that, that jumps out when I look at your page is that it looks like, or it looks similar with the long form copy to a lot of the other sites that come out of the 30 by 500 program by Amy Hoy. Can you talk a bit about when you went through that and, and what that was like? Sure. Um, 
I, t- I took the course when I was a freelancer. Um, and I, Amy Hoy and Alex Hillman, they're the ones who run it. They're, they're really awesome at writing copy and at doing research for creating a product. Um, and so I basically took their framework that they, that I, from the course and I kind of applied it to my situation. I thought about what I, what I kind of hated doing or what, what I pains I felt with my freelance business. Um, it, it turned out that when I was, um, really desperate for work, I, I would revert to doing the same things every day, which would be like checking job boards or reaching out to my network. And a lot of it was, it, I couldn't just hire anybody to do it like a, like a virtual assistant or somebody because they didn't know my business. They didn't know the web design industry, but at the same time I was losing so much time doing it that it was just a huge pain in the neck for me. And so, um, I wished I could hire another freelancer to look for job leads for me and then just send me the ones that were good. Um, and so that's kind of where the product came from, which is basically like the approach that 30 by 500 kind of teaches you. Um, and, and it's similar to like, I think like a 37 signals type of approach too, that they kind of, they kind of talk about like solving your own pains and stuff like that. And so, um, Basically, but but what's so good about the 30 by 500 course is they, they have like a framework that you follow. You go through a series of videos and you you end up doing these kind of practices that they've kind of outlined for you. Um, and so it's, re- it's really a great way to do it like quickly because you don't have to worry about if you're doing it right or wrong. You just jump in and, and do what they tell you. Um, and, and a product kind of evolves out of it. And one, one aspect of that is the sales safari. Yeah, exactly. So talk um, a bit about that. Well, the sales safari is basically looking at people who have your pain or, or the pain that you're kind of trying to alleviate mm-hmm. and, and looking at them in their natural habitat or in the wild. Um, and so you go to places like... Um, Amazon book reviews, you go to Hacker News, you go to Reddit, anywhere where there's people kind of posting their opinions or, or talking about these pains. There's tons of forums for freelancers and stuff like that. And so you go there and you kind of jot down everything you see. Um, if if somebody's asking for help, you, you kind of write down what what they're asking about, why they need the help, what's the pain that they're that they're you know having experiencing. And then you look at the replies that they get and you kind of see what's being suggested, um, what kind of words are being used and all this stuff. And then after you extract all this juicy stuff from, from the safari or whatever, from the, from the forum, um, it kind of evolves and, and you can start pulling pieces out and putting it into your sales copy, um, to kind of explain your product and what it does, um, and so that's basically like what a safari is. So is it more to to come up with the idea of what pain to solve and what that product looks like? Or is it after you've decided on the product and you're trying it's, to find out how to communicate that with leads? It's throughout. It's it's while you're coming up with the product and also while you're coming up with the sales page. So well, in our case with Hookfeed, how would let's say we already have the product as we do, how would you use a safari at this stage if we were say redesigning our site? 
and okay. you know reworking the copy where would you go um so let's say there's there's tons of places you could go um anywhere where there's people talking about customer analytics and and whatever pain it is that you guys are solving mm-hmm. um but let's say you went to like hacker news and you saw a post about um people complaining about i don't know an, another analytics um company or yeah or even just about stripe um there there would be a discussion there that people aren't it's not it's not an exit interview that uh, one of your customers had with you um and so therefore like they're more oh, eager to talk openly they don't know they're being looked at or, or that this is being examined and so um you could you could pull out the information or whatever they're talking about and, and put it on your landing page so like if you wanted to change a headline or you wanted to um, have a different a different approach as to like the benefits of what you're selling is, you could you could do that and uh, and pull it, pull out whatever they're talking about. So, what's a big aha moment that came as a result of the safaris that you were doing? Because you must I mean, you said that this came out of a personal pain. You knew the problem. You had you eventually got the idea of how to solve it. Um, as a result of your safariing, what was something that that shocked you or that um, translated directly into the copy? Um, in, in directly into my sales copy. Yeah, like what's um, an angle that maybe you weren't planning on taking that by doing this research you realized that maybe that's the the niche I should be going after, or that's the way that I should position this headline, that sort of thing. Well, for me, it wasn't like really one moment. Um, I had this pain and then I looked online and, and what, what other people were asking, it wasn't exactly, can, can, you, can somebody create a newsletter that sends me all these leads or, or can, can I hire somebody to you know, look at job boards for me? Mm-hmm. They were more asking other like more subtle questions like, what's the best job board out there? Or, um, you know, I have, a, I have, I'm having a dry spell. What should I do? Um, and so, so it, it could, it would have been really easy for me to kind of look at that and say, well, I can make a better job board. If they're looking for, for the best job board, I'll make this a super job board or something and then just end up making like a crappy job board like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so yeah, so I don't think it was like an aha moment as much as like, I I kind of I knew what I wanted, and then just kind of iterating on that based on like the more I the more I did safaris and looked at people and, and kind of analyzed what they were saying, the more it kind of evolved from there. So we were talking a bit before we started recording about where you're focused with workshop, and we came to the conclusion that that is basically in making your customers as successful as possible. Um, you send them the leads, they don't necessarily have to, to reach out or get any business as a result, but if they do, they can get tens of thousands of new contracts or dollars in new contracts as a result of your service. So what are some things that you're doing to educate people on how to use your product? Um, so I send out emails along with the daily newsletter. I send out emails, um, that'll either like link them to, awesome stuff elsewhere or even just like information and, and like uh, techniques that I've kind of developed personally um, 
or I've, I've, I've taken other courses like earn one K and stuff like that with Ramit Sethi. And he, he basically, a lot of the stuff he talks about is like being direct with people and he gives scripts and stuff like that. And so I've kind of based it on that and, and tried to give as much, um, like no BS information as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I think one of the biggest like values that I haven't added, but that's just kind of grown um, naturally is, is that I have 200 awesome freelancers that care about improving their business signed up to my newsletter. So that's, there's kind of like a community behind it that's built in. And I've tried uh, kind of har- harvesting that with, with group buzz, like a forum software that we've been using. Um, and we've been doing um, periodic kind of chat, um, happy hour type things where I'll have either like somebody cool like Brendan Dunn or uh, Alex Hillman come in and look at re- portfolios and break them down or, um, or just look at somebody's website and give them tips and stuff like that. And so it's, it's just been kind of, it's not anything too like salesy or like any techniques so much just kind of helping them get more awesome at their, at what they're doing and be more effective at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of keeping my eyes open for opportunities like that. Um, and so, so it's, it's been really, I think that's been one of the best things about workshop w- when somebody signs up is they get access to that stuff and it's not really like the big selling point or anything, but it's, it's still one of the best things about it. And they can look back at, at previous. Yeah, content. exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, there's, there's like a huge archive now of just video breakdowns of, of, threads and, and forum topics and questions and, and stuff. And so it's been really good. What do you use to keep all that together? Um, I use, I use campaign monitor for my newsletter. Um, along with like the daily newsletter I send out, they also get like a free course. That's like an auto responder that comes out every few days. They'll get something new. Um, and then group buzz is for, for the forums. Well, it's, it's, I call it forums, but it's kind of like an email-based discussion list, kind of like Google Groups. It's 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 kind of new. It's it's by Alex Hillman, um, and I really recommend that. And then we use just Campfire for for chat rooms and and stuff like that. Awesome. Well, where can people come up uh, catch up with you online? Um, Let'sworkshop.com. And on Twitter, uh, Let's Workshop. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks thanks a lot for asking me uh, to come on. I, I really appreciate it. Awesome. Have a good one. Thanks, you too. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Rocket Ship Podcast. If you haven't yet, pop open iTunes and subscribe to be notified of future episodes. We have some really great ones lined up. And while you're there, leave us a review. We really appreciate each and every one of them.